Doug Tyrrell, History and Comment is available weekdays on iHeartRadio. Hello, friends. I'm Doug Terrell. This is History and Comment for Thursday, the fourth day of January, 2024. No news today from the ancient Romans. We start off in England in 1642. King Charles I and 400 soldiers attempt to arrest five members of Parliament for treason. But someone had tipped them off and they had fled. This really is no great surprise. An army of 400 is hard to keep quiet. Let's look a bit deeper. Charles I reigned for 24 turbulent years. He was one of the few kings that rightly held the thrones of Scotland, England, and Ireland. We might argue the first years were not too bad, but Charles was firm in the belief that he had the divine right to rule and gave little heed to Parliament. Another point that created a rub was his control over the churches of England and of Scotland. Most folks thought his views too orthodox. 1642 is the beginning of the English Civil War. That will last for seven years and end with the execution of the king for treason. This almost ended the English monarchy. The next year, amidst the political turmoil, 120 miles north of London, in a farm village known as Woolsthorpe by Klosterworth, Isaac Newton is born. He did not get off to a good start. His father died three months before he was born, and he was severely premature. It is said as an infant he could fit in a quart mug. His mother remarried, and he disliked his stepfather. Nonetheless, he received a good primary education. After his stepfather passed away, his mother wanted him to become a farmer. But Isaac disliked that trade and gained admission to Cambridge at the age of 19. And the world is thankful. Charles Stratton is born in 1838. At birth, he was a normal child weighing over 9 pounds. But at 6 months of age, he stopped growing. By age 5, he was only 26 inches tall. Contrary to the film The Greatest Showman, Stratton's father and P.T. Barnum entered into an agreement when Charles was 5 or 6. Nonetheless, Stratton will become known in the circus world as General Tom Thumb. The pathology of Stratton's small stature remains a mystery, but his parents were very closely related and his grandmothers were of short stature. I like to delve into genealogy and as such watch the PBS program Finding Your Roots. The downside to that program is host Henry Louis Gates has a very pronounced agenda. I suspect his guests are chosen mostly on that bias. It is noteworthy that most have little knowledge of their background prior to 1900. I find that strange as mine is quite well known back to the 1830s. In a related note, Salman Northup regains his freedom in 1853 after being captured and sold into slavery 12 years earlier. His memoir will become a national bestseller. Utah becomes the 45th state in 1896. Part of the delay was the Mormons' dogma of polygamy. That was also one of the major points that pushed them to settle in Utah and outside of the United States. We know that Alaska and Hawaii were added in 1959. So what was the last three on the continent? Oklahoma was largely considered Indian territory and therefore possibly off-limits was next. Then Mexico and lastly Arizona. Actor Sorrel Brook was born in 1930. He began acting on radio in his preteen years, and except for a stint in the Army in Korea, that is where he stayed. 
Brooke appeared in a couple of episodes of MASH as General Barker, but you most likely know him as Boss Hogg on the Dukes of Hazard. In 1951, Chinese and North Korean forces, we could argue they were one and the same, recapture Seoul, the capital of the South, for the second time. U.S. 8th Army forces pull back 40 miles to the south. This is about the midpoint of the war. It will be mid-March before U.N. forces re-enter the city. You should know by now that I follow the MASH television series. That was set near the village of Wishambu, which is about 13 miles north of Seoul, and maybe another 30 from the ceasefire line. While they did have to bug out a couple of times during the series, that location was well in hostile territory a good bit of the war. A location south of Seoul might have made more sense. The Y2K event is quickly becoming forgotten history. But it was not the first time computers had an issue with dates. 25 years earlier, computers were using an operating system designed for the Digital Equipment Corporation's mainframe devices. On this day in 1975, the date overflowed the 12-bit date field and caused crashes and related bugs. Knowledge of this was most likely the basis of the concern in the closing months of 1999. 25 years ago, Reagan was president and Muammar Gaddafi was the leader of Libya. Gaddafi felt froggy and sent his Russian-made aircraft to challenge U.S. Navy F-14s. Two points for the F-14s and zero for the Libyans. 25 years ago, former professional wrestler Jesse Ventura is sworn in as governor of Minnesota. He served a single four-year term and has largely been absent from the public eye, except for a few forays into politics. His name was floated in 2020 as an independent candidate for president. He has consistently taken a more liberal position on social issues while cutting spending. He might, in fact, be a better choice than our current executive. Nancy Pelosi becomes Speaker of the House for the first time in 2007. I have a couple of thoughts rolling around in my head. One on religion, and do we really believe what we say we do? And another commentary on the gender crisis and one possible origin. But I will leave those for a later day. That's History and Comment for the fourth day of January. I'm Doug Terrell. Now, go do something worth remembering.